This program is created by Andrews McMeal Entertainment in Kansas City, Missouri, and is based off the syndicated newspaper column, News of the Weird, created in 1988. We are here to continue this weird tradition and share some of the highlights from the column. This podcast season is dedicated to Chuck Shepard, original creator of News of the Weird. Well, I jumped on the internet, I was itching to find me something weird. Something like a homemade submarine or a six foot nine third grader with a beard. They're out there. Man, I found a wild smorgasbord, a cornucopia of wonder for my ears. It was called News of the Weird. News of the Weird. News of the Weird. Man, that weird news is so weird. Stories ain't too sexy and ain't too smart. Ain't too pretentious, but man, they got heart. I'm Kirk, and this is Nicole, and we are here to bring you stories from this weird world. Let's get to it, shall we? The first story is about my least favorite animal, cats. They're disgusting. I hate them. I'm allergic to them. And uh, so I don't doubt that this is going to be about evil cats. Yeah, I, I think so. Do you like cats? I I don't like cats, <laughs> but like all people who say <sighs> that they don't like cats, <sighs> I love our cat. You have a cat? You have a cat. Yeah. Awkward. We had, well, we've had a few cats. We oh bought, we got these two, and one of them sadly died. Uh, but now we have his sister, and she's still there, and she's mm. obno- obnoxious as hell. Yeah. She meows all all morning long until yeah. she gets fed. Yeah. They're t- I don't get it. But she's so cute, though. No. That's the thing. That's the redeeming quality. And it's your cat, so you're like, yeah, I hate all the other cats, but I like you. I don't like any cats. All right. Well, you're not going to like any of these cats. No, because the first story we have here is from Seoul, South Korea. Mm, that's a great place. Mm, especially for cats. Um, their Metropolitan, Metropolitan Fire and Disaster Headquarters is warning their citizens, your cats may burn your house down. Wow. What kind of I told you. evil cats are these? They're cats. According to the agency, more than 100 fires over the past three years have been started by cats, the Washington Post reported. We advise pet owners to pay extra attention as fire could spread widely when no one is at home, mm. warned Chung Gyochu, an official at the department, which recommends keeping paper towels and other flammable items away from cooking appliances. What are the cats cooking? I'm confused. There's a lot of really helpful information in here. I'm having a hard time here because I I already had a bias. I bet these cats are smokers. They like probably chain are. chain-smoking cats. Yeah. You know. I, I, I do not like, a fan. I like in the story they say, fire can spread widely when no one is at home. You know, like, I'm not exactly like a fire expert, but I'm pretty sure that fire can spread widely even when people are home. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah, they can spread regardless of whether someone's home with the fire. I would be more inclined to believe that the cat would start a fire while people are at home. Cats have that weird sort of... Did you know, and I'd heard this, that if you if a person dies, in a, if a person dies and they have pets like home, the dog, a lot of times when they find dead bodies and there's a dog with it, the dog, depending on how long it's been, the dog has like been kind of is very anxious and has been sitting next to its dead master for a long time, mm. but has been, you know, like, basically vigilant at its side, like, 
like get me the fuck out of here because this is like oh, but like I'm with a dead body and it's weird. Well, that's a dog. Dogs are nice. Cats would probably no. what cats do piss on the dead body. No, no, no. They eat. They start to eat the Ew. face. See, they, I'm not wrong. See, I was you, right. If you die in a, in a house with your cat, cats have been known to like nibble away at you. Okay, let's wrap this up. I hate cats. Okay, moving on. You take this one. This uh, this story comes to us from The Sun. Couldn't come up with a more generic name for a news outlet there. <laughs> Kazakh bodybuilder, actor, and self-described sex and maniac. Yuri Tolochko announces his marriage to his beloved, a sex doll named Margot, on Instagram, November 25th, and shared with his followers their wedding video, which the joyous couple, wearing a tuxedo and a full-length wedding dress, exchange vows, and welcome friends and loved ones to a reception after the ceremony, The Sun reported. The groom identifies himself as pansexual, pansexual and able to fall in love with, quote, a character. An image, a soul, and said the two became engaged a year later after he rescued her from some unwanted attention in a nightclub. Okay, there's a lot of good stuff here. There really is. Quote, couples need to talk less and connect more, Tolochko said. Margot and I realize it takes more than words to have a conversation. End quote. I bet I know what his favorite song is. Holy shitballs. This guy married... With a full wedding ceremony, a plastic sex doll. She's pretty. I mean, for a doll, like for a doll. She is pretty. You could see her on newsoftheweirdpodcast.com. I would marry that doll. If you want to look at And if I had been in that her. nightclub, I would have given her a little unwanted attention. <sighs> I mean, okay, let's start at the beginning. He meets her in a nightclub. He sees her getting some unwanted attention from some, just some ruffians, mm. some uncouth... Some assholes with ties around their heads. like Right, oh, exactly. Yeah, Probably some party. frat boys. Just yeah. there on vacation mm-hmm. from Fort Lauderdale. And keep in mind, he's he knows what these guys are thinking because he s- describes himself as a sexy maniac. Right, but he's got some class. Right, and he has a, a little bit guy. of restraint. He knows how yeah. to treat a lady. No, you could be a sure. sexy maniac, but you don't just like grab girls in public. So these guys are probably throwing drinks on Margot. They're, they're squeezing her plastic boobs. Maybe they're like pulling off a little bikini, looking at her, looking at her jugs. They might be even be fondling her genitalia, and and that was it. Yuri had enough. I doubt she has genitalia. Oh, but but wait, oh, do these oh, sex dolls she have? Has. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. They better. They better. <laughs> you you finally thing finally shows up in its coffin. And you're like, uh, there's no genitals on my sex doll. It's coffin. Hello, China. Uh, let's go ahead and you can just send me the knife. You're right. I'll, I bet I'll install it myself. I bet it has like a flashlight. It has yeah, opening. Totally. It has its own. It probably has a series of Holes. attachments and orifices that you can add on all all kinds of Just things. Just like a real woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's a pansexual? Is that like a Peter Pan thing? What is yeah. that? I no, think, for I real. think he's, I he's hot for bread, right? I mean, pan is the pan is the Yikes. Spanish word for bread. No, but I, I what is it again? Pansexual means like you look like it, you're. It means basically you can love anything. And any anything, it's pan- what's love got to do with it? It's anything. It's sexual. A character, an image, a soul. You're like sexually attracted to anything. E- anything. It just lets you off the hook for being into anything. Do all men who have sex with sex dolls identify as pansexual then? Or no? Because I mean, she looks like a woman. 
Yeah. And a very nice looking one. She's a very nice lady, Margot. She seems nice. She, she doesn't, doesn't talk. say much. Yeah, isn't but that she's what? still pretty fine. Well, I feel like a lot of men would enjoy. She's always uh, she's always DTF. Always DTF. Always. Like she's not like. Ugh. She's never like. I don't think so. I'm tired. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this guy. He's a bodybuilder and an actor. I wonder if he's been in anything. Do you? I mean, I don't recognize his face. No, this guy's in like direct to direct to video. Chechnyan movies that we probably don't have much access to. He's a self-described sexy maniac. Um, sexy maniac. That just sounds to me like he's probably a. It's a huge perv. Groper and a perv, yeah, and like probably not a great guy. Mm -hmm. But he's an he's an actor too, so he's got that little bit of arrogance and mm -hmm. that sort of like self, uh, a self obsession that he's mm -hmm. like, I have a career going. I bet he's I'm a, like a real thing. I'm the real deal. I bet he's like a love bomber. Like, you know, those narcissists that you meet a guy <laughs> and they like a love bomber. It's a thing. I don't know yeah, they like is. bomb you with like attention and like compliments and like they're and they make you think you're like the, this has never happened to me. This happens to some friends of mine. And I read an article and Sarah, like, producer Sarah is nodding her head. Yes. Do you know about love, love bombers? bombers? Yeah, it's a thing. And then so what they do is they get you all like. Oh my God! I met the man of my dreams. He's amazing. Yeah, and then you, and then he starts in with the, the beating, and the or like emotional beating, physical beating, whatever. Or I thought that you were gonna say that that's when he started asking you for money. That he's well, like or that ready. Or that. He's like, I've got these investments I need to cover, and I just need ten thousand dollars in cash, and then I'm gonna get so rich. You talking about the Tinder swindler? That guy I was guess. a love bomber. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, this is like this is exactly where yeah. the future is going. These men are gonna be married to like plastic dolls yeah. they'll be in love with software they'll be obsessed with video games yeah there's already i think i read an article like that like the chinese grandmothers who live in these villages are like and their mothers these, these these men's mothers are like what did i do i failed i completely failed my my son never left he lives here he's like a child i yeah. still take care of him yeah. who's gonna take care of me where's my daughter-in-law to like for me to like get to know and love like i hate this kid and i need him i need him dead this this um took a depressing turn and I think we need to 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 move on to uh wait we're just walking away from my story I was just getting fired yeah, up I don't want to talk about what? let's just talk about Yuri wiping down Margot after <laughs> after a good sesh <laughs> he's got a bottle of four oh nine and a shammy closet oh my god <laughs> okay <laughs> jays <laughs> all right next from the host of the hit podcast and that's why we drink. Christine Schieffer and M. Schultz present A Hunted Road Atlas, an interactive travel guidebook for your next car trip. Jam-packed with illustrations, fun facts, travel tips, and beverage recs, this book includes some of the country's most notorious crime scenes, hauntings, and supernatural sightings, along with Christine and M.'s recommendations of the best local bars and ice cream parlors, oddity museums, curiosity shops, and more. Available now in print, ebook, and audio wherever books are sold. Hey, Kirk, where you from? <laughs> According to News.com, this is a story about Angie Yen, 27, of Brisbane, Australia, had her tonsils removed on April 19th, a simple surgery that went smoothly. But on April 28th, as she got ready for work, she started singing in the shower and noticed something unusual about her voice. I was singing in a different sound and also talking words in a funny accent. Talking words? Well, Australian's not funny enough, I guess. All singing in a different sound and also talking words in a funny accent, Yen said. She also called a friend who agreed that her accent suddenly sounded Irish 
and told her about FAS, Foreign Accent Syndrome. I thought that stood for fetal alcohol syndrome. It also stands for Foreign Accent Syndrome. Yen went to the hospital, but doctors told her to go home and see if the new accent would disappear in a few days. Nearly two weeks later, the brogue remains, and Yen is scheduled for an MRI and a visit with a neurologist. Quote, I'm very lucky to have very supportive friends and family, she said. If they find something, hopefully there is a cure or treatment for it, unquote. What do they think a MRI is going to find a fucking leprechaun in her brain? Like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got my tonsils out, and then I woke up, and I was in the shower, and my weird Aussie accent turned into a weird Irish one. Yep. I tried to sing Waltzing Matilda in the shower, and it came out, Oh, daddy boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't, I, this is probably one of those things where, you know, like the people that fake their own am- amnesia, or I- I've never, I've never heard of this yes. FAS, other Pre- than fetal alcohol syndrome. to be abducted by aliens. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably along the same, I mean, in my opinion, Angie wants attention. Oh, she wants it real bad. Yeah, maybe she has a crush on Ed Sheeran. Oh, he's not Irish. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Although he, he does look Irish. Yeah, he does. He's a ginger. I mean, he looks like a leprechaun, like you said. He does. I bet there's a leprechaun in her brain. Everything about this story from FAS, foreign accent syndrome, to just her like entire story is bullshit. I call bullshit on there being such a thing as foreign accent syndrome. How would that work? I, I, I woke up one morning and I started talking like this and I can't stop. I need medical attention. Or a priest. For, I mean, hello. First of all, the word attention is built right into the thing. I need attention. Please give me more attention because there's something wrong with my brain and I can't talk the way that I used to. Yeah, there's something way off about Angie of Brisbane, Australia. Angie Yen. The whole thing is sus. You know what I think? As the kids like to say. I think that, I'm just going to say this, I think just all accents in general are kind of bullshit. Yeah. They're just, it's just, it's not like, it's like a finger or something that's attached to you. It's something you learned. You could pretend to have another accent. What's so hard about just pretending you have an Australian accent? Are you talking about certain people like Madonna? Uh, yes, Madonna comes to mind. Gwyneth Paltrow. She also comes to mind. They have fake British accents. <laughs> Well, it, it makes you very posh. Yeah, that's what they think. But if 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 uh, foreign accent syndrome is a thing, then every theatrical high school theater dork has FAS. Yeah, I totally agree with you. All they do is walk around putting on accents and being douchey and just because they're always generally... in character. I'm in character. I'm in character. Yeah, I was. Did you ever do that? Yeah, you. Do. I was a complete yeah. theater dork. Dear God, just a the douchiest dork you'd ever want to meet. <sighs> I walked around. I don't. I don't was? think I <laughs> was. Oh my God, <laughs> you're right. It's true. I mean, I'm kind of a douche now. Oh, that's what they say. Help me oh become my God. less douchey. I mean, Angie Yen might want to meet you. So she's Australian. She's 27. Right? She's Australian. She's got this like thick Aussie accent. She's like, I'm gonna go down. I'm going to go down to the ocean. Actually, that's kind of a Baltimore accent. I'm going to go down the ocean. I'm going to crush some beers. Maybe maybe bang some Sheilas. Apparently, she's a lesbian she's also. She's also a lesbian. But she's... This is amazing. But now then she's like, I now have a fine Irish lass from Donegal. I need to hear her Irish accent. Is I, there, I, if, I wonder if you Google the story, you can hear Angie being interviewed. And I want to hear it. Did I, you did you I Google think, it? No, I did because not. I did. Okay, well, and great, she's on nerd. sixty minutes Australia, um, like a full on sixty minutes sh- segment 
60 Minutes Australia. She's on it. She's, I think, Chinese, Australian. And then she's speaking in an, in an accent that really doesn't sound like she's Irish. It just sounds like she got her tonsils taken out. <laughs> like you have, like, thick mouth, uh, and, and it sounds a little bit weird. And you're suddenly on 60 Minutes because— First of all, first of all, for 60 Minutes Australia. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> It's a lot of kangaroos. Uh, a lot of kangaroos starting fires in the uh, in the bush right now. Oh, she called a friend who agreed that her accent suddenly sounded Irish. Uh-oh. How does her friend know what an Irish accent sounds like? Maybe her friend works for 60 Minutes, and that's how she just ran to the top of the uh, 60 yeah, Minutes. Yeah, this is a likely story. Likely. And moving on. From KTIV at the Tabor South Dakota Senior Center, a regular card game got a little weird weird on january 4th after players enjoyed some brownies supplied by the mother of 46 year old michael caranda ktiv tv reported that caranda an elementary school teacher of course had recently traveled to colorado of course and brought back some thc infused butter of course which he used to make a batch of brownies his mother unknowingly shared half the treats with her fellow card players which resulted in multiple calls to county officials about a possible poisoning. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of duds. Sheriff's deputies spoke to Caranda and took the remaining brownies, I bet they did, as evidence, charging him with possession of a controlled substance. He's scheduled to appear in court on January 25th. What? Who cares? A bunch of old people got high? Michael Caranda, that criminal mastermind, went from South Dakota to Colorado, bought some weed butter, and then came back to the get out state and uh, made himself some weed brownies his mother stole the brownies so she didn't even ask him and she took them and then got her friends high she should be the one getting charged yeah it's a crime it's a pretty uh, ridiculous scenario actually my friend at uh he was at the hollywood bowl he got super high ate way too much and actually turned himself into like the the paramedic tent at the at the uh, Hollywood Bowl, it's like, guys, I'm freaking out. They were like, Jesus H. Christ. Like, just go sit down and watch the show, please, sir. You just, you're just too high. It's like, no, no, seriously. Like, something wrong is happening. He's like, just, you're fine. You Nothing are worse. fine. Go, just go out there and sit down. You're going to be okay. And he had to, like, excuse himself from the show. What a nerd. I don't think I've ever been that high. Uh, I, yeah. Like, I, don't think I can get, like, super stoned and, like, oh, like, just dumb as shit. Yep. But like not Right, not, not like that. I need medical attention. No. I need someone to pay attention to me now. Yeah. So, so how, yeah, there you go. I wonder how these old people uh how they dealt with it. I would like to watch a video of old people stoned out of their gourds. There's, I think there, that would be fun. There is a video there are videos on Oh yeah, on like those YouTube, YouTube videos. Like, where yeah. like, they get old people super high. That's fun. I would like that. And they can tell stories. Yep. Because they don't tell enough fucking stories. <laughs> Jesus. Well, here's another story. Go ahead, Kirk. A 23-year-old Thai man's harrowing ordeal was documented in late January in the Journal of Medical Case Reports, Gizmodo Reports. Doctors at Chiang Mai University wrote that the young man who had been a regular user of cannabis but had stopped for three months had resumed his habit with devastating effects. Two hours after hitting the bong, the man suffered a bout of psychosis and, quote, unwanted erection, which prompted him to use scissors to trim the penile skin several times. Ah. However, he went too far, eventually ending up with just an inch-long stump. At the hospital, doctors stopped his bleeding and created a new opening for his urethra, 
but his penis was too rough to be attached. He was diagnosed with substance-induced psychotic disorder. After two weeks of hospitalization and antipsychotic drugs, he reported no more symptoms and no more penis. Except for a stump, which might be the worst word ever, stump. Stump? Yeah, like, well, in relation to limbs or penises. I mean, Peni. let me just set a few things straight. First of all, there's no such thing as an unwanted erection. I just want to clear, clarify that. <laughs> Trim the penile skin. So, I mean, so this guy smoked weed. I disagree. He smoked pot. And then two hours later, there's after a lot of bullshit pot, in the story. Number one, it was not weed. There's it, no way. It says, well, it says I cannabis. know what it says, but Gizmodo. Uh, I mean, two hours after hitting the bong, you're, you're at work. I mean, you're not, there's no... Two hours after hitting a bong, you're eating a bag of Doritos and, like, falling asleep (laughs) to, like, old Conan clips. (laughs) Not speaking out of experience at all. But... Nope. I have never had uh, had any bout of psychosis. Um, I have, however, experienced unwanted erections that were around me. Mm -hmm. uh, But not your own erection. But not my own. And I... I don't understand this. I mean, have you ever heard of marijuana-induced psychosis? Uh, no. No. And two hours after, two hours later, okay, if you said two minutes later, okay, maybe he's scissoring off his own wiener, but two hours later, like, you're, you're, you First got... First uh, what? Weed does not make you numb to pain, so that is insane. I don't know what it's like to have a penis, but I can imagine that scissoring. I mean, I've kicked a lot of it's penises, and I do know one. that you guys do not like that. And yes, I we don't. feel like cutting it with scissors would be horrible. We also don't like that. This is a very uncomfortable conversation. Not for me, for you. I can just, the tension is yikes. I don't like any idea of defacing genitalia. I can't really say much about this story. I, I hate it. Yep. I. I wish I, I don't. Never I don't buy it. any of it. Okay, if you smoked, like, like an ounce of crystal meth, mm. just a, a, as fast as you possibly could. Okay, I could see you having a psychotic episode and 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 something going insane like that. But weed, not weed, not a chance. Weed makes you the laziest person. Me, weed makes me yep. the the laziest. Yeah. I can't even imagine like being. First of all, I would have to find scissors, and do you know what that's like in my house? <laughs> who took the scissors where'd the scissors go what? and everyone's like I didn't do it I didn't do it I mean then there's no scissors and uh, don't, no, don't you yeah. remember George Carlin's bit about scissors. the good scissors the good like, <laughs> has anybody seen the good scissors <laughs> where are the good scissors around here I think he ripped that from my mom yeah and <laughs> the scotch tape it's so true yeah but yeah so I mean first of all this I mean this is just made up made yep. up I'm afraid yeah I'm gonna have to call bullshit on this entire story reefer bullshit no such thing as, I mean this sounds like a story that honestly that they governments like slide into the media to try to scare kids to staying off drugs and scissors you'll slice off your own wiener he used scissors which is hmm. he went too far however he went too far I, I think you once you start you've already gone too far I mean went yeah. too far what you just didn't get it just right you know your penis is i've never really like looked at it and been like you know what i just need to take a just a tiny it's bit just off. too big i just need to take a little <laughs> bit off the top and that I would mean, be just a little bit better i need to get a more darth vader shaped helmet right there just like i need the i need to get the back flare just right <laughs> i think just it was okay narrow it down with, a little bit yeah i'm okay all along with the way it's looked yeah no chodes allowed but then i i just wasn't High out of my mind on cannabis. I feel like bath salts would be a more appropriate cut your wiener off drug. Uh-huh. From what I've heard, I've never 
Uh, all right. Well, that was cool. That was cool. Nikki? Was it cool? It was cool, all right. I, I don't know. It was something. I had to say something there, and I just wanted to be enthusiastic. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. News of the Weird. I'm weirdly nervous. Bye. Find links to all of these articles and more at newsoftheweirdpodcast.com. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Bridget McNeil, and Daniela Gibbadogabone, as well as Matt Sheppo and our producer, Sarah Hill, with Bobby NYC. Made possible by Andrews McNeil Entertainment. Music credited to me, Kirk Zipfel. I'm very talented. Special thanks to Charlie Upchurch. And you can subscribe to our podcast for free at Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. Lockdowns, Zoom meetings, and reduced physical contact have made us more dependent on the internet than ever before. And now we want to log off. Disconnected by Emma Gannon is a little book about reclaiming our humanity in our increasingly digitized, monetized world. So where do we go from here? And how can we get back on track? Disconnected offers tangible tips and advice for those of us who feel a little lost and are looking to find our real life selves again. Available now in print, ebook, and audio wherever books are sold.